In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Declaration by Pope Pius XII, solemnly defining the truth of the Assumption of the Blessed Virgin Mary, that coupled with the infallible teaching of the Holy Father on the Immaculate Conception have led some to conclude that this century was a particularly Marian century. That it brought about or heralded a great moment of faith. And that's possible. Let me suggest another way of thinking about why the Holy Fathers had to declare these teachings and why we have to go to church on these days. Because in both instances, the teaching that comes from the Vicar of Christ serenely lays out how this teaching has always been believed. The fathers of the church are unanimous. For centuries, all the faithful believed this. And so it's actually sadly, although the Holy Fathers don't betray this sadness, but sadly, the faith is in crisis. There are basic, essential teachings of the faith that have always been believed that now in the last century have been regarded to be up for grabs. And the Holy Spirit prompts the Holy Father to make it absolutely clear. And the exclamation mark on this is that we even have to go to church on this day to celebrate this feast. This aspect of the Christian faith. Who knows, in a hundred years, how many other basic teachings of Christianity will be thrown into such confusion that we'll need even more solemn definitions and even more holy days of obligation. On the bright side, it does mean that there are going to be that many more days in the calendar when a solemnity will fall on a Friday, which means we can eat bacon. That's the upside. And so it's not with a grim determination that we declare today that Mary really is assumed into heaven, body and soul. Darn it. But rather with joy and gratitude that this is the truth. And it's worth celebrating. Because in fact, the whole Christian faith is worth celebrating. It's good news. Mary's body did not suffer the corruption of the grave. It's a singular grace given only to her, so far as we know. But in her case, it's certain. 
Although God permitted saints to enter into heaven before her, the holy ones of the old covenants, the holy innocents, St. John the Baptist, St. Stephen, St. James, God did not permit anyone to enter into heaven, body and soul, until Our Lady was seated at his right hand. Today is not a special day simply because we think that our Lord must have had a special place in his heart for his mom. And therefore, of course, she had to go to heaven. Not just her soul, but even her body as well. And it's even more than simply the fact that her body is a temple. Her body gave forth and remained intact. The God-man, Jesus Christ. But it's clear that God ordained for salvation to come to the world through her. God desires that every grace come into the world through her. And God desires every soul to come to him with her. Because it is impossible to go to God the Father, save but through Christ. It is impossible for Mary to be absent from the ascent of every soul to God in heaven. And so we worship God. We adore God. And we honor the saints. And we super honor Mary. In Greek, the church came up with new words. The latria, the worship that we offer God, is totally different from the honor, the dulia, that we owe to the saints. Honor and respect and and veneration. But to Mary, we offer up hyperdulia. Super honor. Think of it this way. As I was looking at the ocean just 24 hours ago, everyone sees the sun shining right at them. Everyone thinks the sun is there just for them. And this dazzling display of of light off the ocean seems to be constant, even though the, the sun is bouncing off the moving surface of the water. Those are all completely distinct little bounces of sunlight into your face. And so God shines into the world, through the church, through us, sometimes more than at other times. Being fluid as we are. The saints in heaven are constant. Sometimes it requires darkness to see them brightly, but even even sometimes we see them without it being pitch black outside. And over and above everything, 
and embracing everything and watching over everything is the blue sky, is the Blessed Virgin Mary. The sun finds no obstacle in her and shines through her perfectly brightly. It's not as though he's just merely reflecting off of her. He comes to us through her. And Mary in heaven, enjoying the unique privilege of being there already, reminds us that we will be there too, not just in spirit, but body and soul at the resurrection of the dead. Our bodies have a dignity we don't even understand. We begin to understand it when we worship God with our body and when we allow God to sanctify our body. And when we allow God to come into us as he did the Blessed Virgin. And so with joy and gratitude for the privilege that sees one of us raised even above the angels. We see a foreshadowing, a glimmer of what is to be for us as well. And so this day we worship God and we honor his mother. And we thank him that we may bear him as well, not just for ourselves, but for the salvation of the world. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.